have some rather strange customs in the West. There's a town in Montana Territory where it's against the law to carry a gun. The sheriff lives by this order, but other men can die because of it. Frontier Gentlemen. Herewith, an Englishman's account of life and death in the West. As a reporter for the London Times, he writes his colorful and unusual accounts. But as a man with a gun, he lives and becomes a part of the violent years in the new territories. Now, starring Ben Wright, this is the story of J.B. Kendall, Frontier Gentleman. had taken 98 days from St. Louis. I'd come by riverboat, up the Missouri, the little stern wheeler climbing, churning, scuttling over 2,000 miles of sandbar and rapids. Then into the lonely wastes of another, swifter stream, the Yellowstone, until we finally docked at South Sunday in Montana Territory. My ticket had cost $300, which left me about 50 in my pocket and the slim hope that there'd be a letter at the express office with my remittance from England. Afternoon. <laughs> Just in off the boat. Right. Uh, I wonder if there's a letter for me. Uh, J.B. Kendall? Kendall. Hmm. Any trouble on the way up? I hear the Sioux been kicking up their heels. Sitting bulls making big medicine again. Don't sound good. Oh, we didn't see any. Kendall. Kendall. English, ain't you? Yes, yes. I figured by your talk, don't see many of you in these parts. Nope, nothing for you, mister. You're sure? Uh, it's rather important. Nope, nothing. Maybe tomorrow on the Overland, though. Hey, you planning to stay a while? I think so. Better get in register, then. Register? Over to Sheriff Clanton's office. There's a notice on the wall. Maybe missed your attention. All strangers to South Sunday will, within one hour of arrival, register at the office of the sheriff or be prosecuted. That's Clanton's orders. Surprised you missed the signs. They're all over. Well, thanks. That's all right. Wouldn't want to see you in trouble. This ain't the healthiest town in the territory. Not for strangers. Oh? Any particular reason? Uh, sheriff's office, six doors up, mister. Afternoon, Mr. Farley. This uh, here's Mr. Kendall, just off the boat. I was telling him about registering. That's a good idea. Dake Farley is one of their sheriff's deputies. Helps keep South Sunday law-abiding. It's a big job in these times. What's your yes, business, sir. Mr. Kendall? Oh, well, you uh, you might call me a jack-of-all-trades. I might. 
I do a little writing for a London newspaper. You know, an Englishman's view of the Wild West, <laughs> that sort of thing. We don't take to strangers. Oh, really? Well, it's a shame. I've been looking forward to my visit. Yeah. Well, you've seen it. Now you know what it's like. Suppose you get yourself back on the boat and try up the line to Rosebud at Junction City, huh? I don't think so. Uh, now, if you'll pardon me, I'll register at your office. You carrying a gun? No. Get your hands over your head. Uh, Higher. Now, you just hold it. Just so. All right. That's your baggage? Yes. Pick it up. Well, I don't suppose you'd like to give me a hand. Um, no. No, I didn't think so. isn't it? That's right. Uh, tell me, Mr. Farley, how did your town get its name? How should I know? Civic pride, perhaps? Mr. I don't like the way you talk or what you say, so you shut your mouth. Inside here. You just come in off the boat, Frank. Says he's a writer, a newspaper in, in London or something. He ain't carrying nothing. I searched. Uh, you're Sheriff Clanton? Yep. Uh, J.B. Kendall. I understand I have to register. Yeah. You want to write about South Sunday? I might. How come? Well, as a matter of fact, the name intrigued me. You kidding? No, not at all. I write about the West, and you're in the heart of it. From what I understand, there might be trouble brewing with the Sioux and the Cheyenne. I'd like to be here if it blows up. What's the name of your paper? The London Times. You ever hear of a Duke? No. All kinds come to these parts, mister. Now, I ain't exactly calling you a liar. Oh, no, that's quite all right. One can't be too careful in here. Uh, my papers. J.B. Kemp. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for your subject. Yeah. Mm, London Times. That's what it says, you see, Dake? Yeah, that's what it says. Anyone else get off a boat with you? Not that I know of. Well, you sound all right to me, Mr. Kendall. I just remember, I got a set of rules. You live by them while you're here, you'll get along. That seems fair enough. No man except them authorized by me carries a gun in South Sunday. That way we don't get a bunch of crazy, licked up miners and the like shooting up the place. It, uh, it seems the usual thing for a man to be armed in most places. Well, it ain't usual here. It's again the law. I see. You got yourself fixed up the hotel? Not yet. Now, you go over to the Empire, Mr. Kendall. Tell them Frank Clanton sent you. They'll take care of you. Oh, that's very good of you. Dake, take a look at his baggage. Bye. You're going to search my luggage? That's yes. right, mister. No guns in South Sunday. Not worn or hidden. That's the law. I haven't got one. Glad to hear it. I like a peaceable man. Yes, sir. A fellow like you might think of settling down on South Sunday. It's a quiet little town in Montana Territory. It's an opportunity for a man. I'll keep it in mind, Mr. Clanton. Nothing in his bags, Frank. Well, now, Mr. Kendall, you enjoy your stay. Anything you want, you just ask me. And I'd appreciate it if you put my name in your paper, sir. And whatever you want to say is okay with me. <laughs> My hotel room was a palace in comparison to the cabin on the riverboat. 
And after cleaning up, I went downstairs to the saloon bar in the hotel and ordered a drink before dinner. The place was practically empty, but I wasn't alone for long. Hi. You're the English fella, ain't you? Kendall? Yes, that's right. I'm Lila. I work here. Frank Clanton said to be nice to you. I'm being nice. Want to buy me a drink? It's on Frank. Well, I'd be delighted to. Uh, a bartender. Champagne, Harry. Yep. Frank says it's not ladylike to drink whiskey. Say, what'd you do to that man? I ain't never seen him like this. <laughs> he thinks I'm going to write about him for my paper. Are you? More than likely. You gonna write about me, too? If you want me to. I'm Dake Farley's girl. Dake doesn't like you. He got mad when Frank said to be nice to you. Um, does everybody in South Sunday do what Clanton tells them to do? Sure. Why? Your drink. Ah, well, good luck. Ah. Look here, Lila. What about Clanton? You seem like a nice fella. Don't ask questions. Oh. Well, uh, what about you, then? Me? What do you care? Where are you from? I was born in Ohio, got married, and came out west. Mm -hmm. Five years back, my husband got killed in a gunfight. Oh. I don't know. I kind of drifted around and ended up here. One place is as good as the next. Is it? I guess. What about you? Your home's in England, huh? It was. You one of them lords or dukes or something? <laughs> oh, not exactly. Married? No. Must be interesting traveling around, seeing new things. It has its advantages. But I suppose you'd like to get back home. Oh, let's just say that one place is as good as the next. Oh. You can't go back, huh? Trouble? In a way. It's a... Oh, look, your friend's just come in. Who? Uh, Mr. Farley. Listen, you be careful with him. Jake can get awful mean. <laughs> Doesn't he take orders from Clanton, too? I thought my person was sacrosanct. Don't talk smart like that to him. It riles him. He ain't an educated man. Oh, oh, Mr. Farley. Good evening. Will you join us? No. No, I just come to tell you not to get no ideas about Lila. Well, now, what ideas do you think I'd have? I'm telling you. You're telling me what? John, you keep your hands off my girl, you understand? My dear fellow, I haven't touched your girl. The thought never even entered my mind. We were just having a drink, Dake, like Clanton said. Are you keep all. out of this. You know, I find your manner towards this young lady rather offensive. Oh, miss, you, you, you're just asking for trouble, aren't you? No, not at all. Now, you think you can come in here with your fancy talk, your fancy ways, and make a fool out of me? Uh, you know, maybe Frank's a sucker, but not me. I don't like you, and I don't trust now, you. Mr. Farley, it couldn't be of less consequence what you think of me. He'll kill you. Just Shut like... up. <laughs> now, that I don't stand for. Shall we? My As I imagine, it's broken. And now, if you don't mind, I'll relieve you of these. Really, a chap of your disposition has no right running around with even one gun, let alone two. You should have killed him. Uh, what on earth for? Listen, there are two more beside Dake and Clanton. They'll get you. You won't have a chance. I think you'd better clear out before Mr. Farley stops bleeding. He is not going to be in a very nice mood. Where are you going? Down to Mr. Clanton's office. I've got to have a little talk to him. Uh, 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 uh. 
In a moment, we return to Frontier Gentlemen. People who live in glass houses maintain a fine view of the world, but they do give up a great deal of privacy in the process. Folks who like their privacy but want to know what is happening in the world satisfy their needs another way. They make it a practice to keep their radios tuned to CBS Radio every day of the week. That way, they can enjoy their surroundings and still take advantage of our far-flung CBS News facilities. To keep an eye on the world, keep an ear on CBS Radio seven days a week. Now, Act Two of Frontier Gentlemen. down there. Dake went out the back. He'll have told Clanton by now. They'll be waiting. Well, that's all right. What's the matter with you? You want to die? Oh, of course not. They're gunning. If you're gunning for them... Gunning for who? I'm not gunning for anybody. Then why are you going to see Frank? I told you I want to talk to him. Talk. Listen, you got to get out of town. Oh, my dear girl. Don't you know who they are? Should I? You don't know what you've done. You... Shh. Quick. This way. <laughs> my hand and ran back up the street. We ducked down a narrow alleyway up a rickety flight of stairs, which was a back entrance of the Empire Hotel, and then along a musty corridor past my room and into hers. I don't think they'll think of looking for you here. Uh, your friend Mr. Farley is going to be quite upset if they do. His name not Farley. Clanton isn't Clanton. They're the Shelton boys. Shelton? The New Mexico Shelton boys? There are four of them, brothers. What are they doing in South Sunday? Hiding out from Billy the Kid. They killed one of Billy's men down south. Billy swore to get them all for it. That's why Frank wouldn't let anybody around here carry a gun. But how do you know all this? It was my husband they killed. Your husband with Billy? We were both crazy young. Harry joined up with Billy for excitement, I guess. One time he was gone out of town three months. I was lonesome and I met Dake. Harry came back. They had a fight over me. Dake outdrew him. We ran away together. I see. And you thought I'd come after them and that Billy had sent me? They'll think it now, too. Hmm. Who made Frank Sheriff here? Nobody. There wasn't one when we came. He, he just took over. Funny thing is, I guess he's a pretty good sheriff. He quit the old ways, kind of likes it here. Why have you told me all this, Lila? I don't know. He talked with me like I was a lady. Indian treats a squaw better than Dake treats me. Maybe I want to see you finish him. Well, it's not going to be very pleasant for you anymore. Pleasant? <laughs> Mister, you got a funny way of saying things. Is there anywhere that you could go? Uh, friends? In South Sunday? Well, what about home? I mean, Ohio. Home? Know what it costs to get there? I've got no money. But if you could? If I could? I had nice folks, but I don't even know if they're alive or dead. I'd sure like to take a chance and find out. Well, Lila, we'll see what we can do. Where are you going now? To have that talk with Frank. Uh, do you know how to use a gun? Yes. You take this one. 
Lock yourself in after I've gone. You keep it. I've got a derringer. All right. Here. Uh, in case I have any trouble, it's $50. I don't want your money. Well, at least you'll be able to get out of town. Now, you take it. Watch yourself, will you? Dick's got a mean draw. I'll watch myself. The Shelton brothers and probably two of their chums were out looking for me now. I was pretty certain of that. I was looking for them, too. But the advantage was on their side. The town was strange to me. So I went to the one place where I was fairly sure I'd be safe from a surprise attack. where they are. You're Kendall? I'm Kendall. You little kid sent you. Now listen, I... You may very slowly, carefully unbuckle your gun belt and let it drop to the floor. Now, if you try to be foolish and brave, I shall be delighted to shoot you in the stomach. Oh, not me, Mr. Kendall. You see, just like you Which say... Which Shelton are you? Monroe. Very well, Mr. Shelton. I wish you to walk to that cell in the far corner, go in and close the door behind you. You will then stand with your back to the door. You wouldn't kill me. Oh, yes, I would. Now, off you go. Close it, please. Good. These, I presume, are the keys to the cell? Yes, sir. Right. Now, turn around, please. Now, I'm going to gag you. And in order to do so... I must put my guns away and use two hands. Now, if by any chance your friends come in and you make an outcry while I'm doing this, I shall teach you a trick I learned in India. It feels like this. Effective, you understand? Yeah, yeah. Right. Head close to the bars, please. By the way, how many are there looking for me? Two. Three. Three. Now we'll make ourselves comfortable and wait for your brothers. told you, Mr. Shelton. Not a sound. Kendall! We know you're in there! Blast. Kendall! You hear me? Is there a back door? Mm-mm. Come out with your hands up, or we're coming in after you! All right, let's get that gag off. I can see I'm going to need oh. you. What? What are you going to do? I'll probably have to end up killing you. Uh, nothing personal, you understand. What do you say, Kendall? Out you come. Open the door and throw your guns out. Oh, I've got a much better idea. 
You open the door and throw your guns in. Monroe! You in there? Tell him. Yeah, I'm in here, Frank. Kendall, you come on out. Maybe we can make a deal. You can keep your gun. I think it'd be safer if you came in without yours. We could rush you. You couldn't get all three of us. You have my permission. I don't know how your brother will feel about it. You want to tell him? Now, don't do anything crazy, Frank. He's got a gun at my head. You'll kill me, Frank. I hate to do this, but I'm afraid they don't believe you. No, no, no. Hey, Frank, you do what he says. All right, all right. Kendall, we open up the door. Throw down your gun. You give us your word you won't shoot? Not unless you do. Any more? No. We're coming in now. Well, pleasant family reunion. The brothers Shelton. Keep your hands where I can see them, won't you? Now, look. Uh, Billy the Kid made a mistake about what happened down south. Uh, Dake didn't mean to shoot Lila's husband, now did you, Dake? I drew him, that's all. Yeah, that's the way it was. Lila knows it was a fair fight. I should tell you. Speaking of Lila, I hope she's well. Well, she's all right. Now, we got no fight with the kid or you. Now, why don't we all go on down to the saloon, have a drink, talk it over? Now, me and my brother's been living a nice, quiet life up here. We won't make no trouble. Now, Dave! <laughs> <laughs> Completely dishonorable and most unwise. Any more hidden armaments? You, you going to... That depends. Mr. Shelton, have you got $500? Yeah, yeah I guess so. Hmm. Lila wants to go home, and that's about what it'll cost. You have the money here? It's in the safe. Uh, sure, uh, she could take the boat out when it leaves in the morning. Uh, ain't that so, Dave? Sure, sure. Get it? Yeah. Good. That settles the account. Now, all of you, you get into the cell. And incidentally, until this evening, I had no idea who you were, and I've certainly met, never met your friend Billy the Kid. I thought you'd like to know. Hey, what about Dave? He, he's got to have a doctor. He'll bleed to death. Yes, he probably will. Well, I'm going back to the hotel, and if Lila's all right, I'll send a doctor. If she's not, uh, well, we'll find an undertaker. I 
want to thank you, Mr. Kendall. Oh, that's nothing, Lila. Good luck. You ever come Ohio way, you look me up, you hear? I'll remember that. Huh. You're a gentleman. I'll never forget you. Goodbye, Mr. Kendall. shoot him up. He ran him off, though. Oh. Really? I wonder, has that letter arrived yet? Nope. Nope. Afraid not. Mail's already come in. Won't be any more until next week. Oh. Well, when it does come, perhaps you'd be kind enough to forward it to me. Sure. What address? In care of the express office, Rosebud, Montana Territory. Frontier Gentlemen was written, produced, and directed by Anthony Ellis and stars Ben Wright as J.B. Kendall. Featured in the cast were Jack Crucian, Michael Ann Barrett, Stacey Harris, Vic Perrin, and Barney Phillips. Music was composed and conducted by Gerald Goldsmith. Join us again next week for another report from the Frontier Gentlemen.